0: When I say 2024 primary, a potential showdown between Biden and Trump probably comes to mind. But locally, there's another big race. And that's who's going to replace state's attorney Kim Fox, who's been known for her progressive stances as a prosecutor. Earlier this year, she declared she's not going to seek a third term. The state's attorney is the top prosecutor for Cook County. They're in charge of getting convictions for crimes and representing the county in lawsuits. And this week, the county's Democratic Party endorsed Clayton Harris to replace Fox. He served as a prosecutor under former Cook County state's attorney Dick Levine, uh, Dick Devine, excuse me, as lead counsel for the Chicago Department of Transportation and currently is a lecturer at the University of Chicago's Harris School of Public Policy. And he joins us now. Clayton, welcome. Welcome.
1: Thank you very much, Hi, Natalie. How are you? I'm
0: good, thanks. So tell us first, why do you want to be the prosecutor for Cook County?
1: You know, there is an opportunity for us to ensure safety and justice continues uh, and is is built up here in Cook County. I am a dad of two little boys live here in South side of Chicago um in Washington park and I need to know that they're safe walking to the park, uh, you know, and are not going to fall victim to gang or gun violence on the way to the park or victims to being profiled on the way home from uh, the park. And, And I think that the state's attorney is there to make sure that everybody's safe and everyone is treated justly, and we can do both. And that's the reason why I'm running.
0: What's the first thing you would do if you went office?
1: I think the very first thing that I'm going to do uh, if I went off as when I went office, is, uh, is a hard reset with law enforcement. I think that it's extremely important that we work with our law enforcement to ensure that everyone knows that together we're ensuring that they are safe. But I always say it's an and, not an either or. So uh, we can work with law enforcement to be safe and still be just in the way that um, uh, the laws are applied.
0: We've heard you talk about this hard reset uh, with law enforcement. What does that mean to you? What is that?
1: I think it means that um, everyone wants to see that um, we're getting together, that we're not pointing fingers at one another, that we're working collaboratively with uh, each other to ensure that people know that um, the goal is to make sure our society, our communities are safe.
0: Do you think that Fox has somehow damaged the relationship between police and prosecutors?
1: No, I think that the perception is one that we can uh, repair. So what I really want to do is just to make sure people see me standing uh, with um, a law enforcement, with our community uh, stakeholders and our elected officials so that they know we're all working together.
0: Were you surprised when Kim Fox said that she wasn't going to seek re-election?
1: I think that, you know, what it was, was an opportunity for us to make sure that we don't go backwards. Um, So When I learned that she wasn't gonna run, I I looked at uh, my background, the things that um, I feel like really set me apart from uh, anyone in the race now. And uh, it looked like the perfect opportunity to ensure that um, justice and safety are are, are still paramount uh, with moving forward uh, in the office. I do think that um, Cook County needs, deserves, everyone wants to be safe and feel safe. Um, and I think that maybe I'm un- uniquely qualified uh, to do that and to provide that.
0: What distinguishes you? What makes you uniquely
1: qualified? I think that uh, my years in the office certainly uh, give me that full understanding on um, how the office runs and um, how we can move forward. I think that uh, the things that really help me stand apart is or have been my management experience. I have managed state agencies. I've managed... Uh, um you know more than five thousand employees at a time and large projects at the same time when I was chief of staff over at IDOT. Um I've taken on The big, Illinois Department
0: yeah. of Transportation.
1: Right, I'm sorry, right. Um and we did the Dan Ryan and the King Reed Expressway, a billion dollar project uh that we brought in uh on time. I've managed as deputy chief of staff all of the infrastructure um departments uh for the state of Illinois. Um so I think that what is necessary in this office, there's over between 1,200 and 1,400 individuals within the state's attorney's office. There's more than 700 uh, attorneys in there, and you need someone who's going to be able to manage the office and someone who's going to be able to get the resources to ensure that everyone within the office is able to do their job competently and credibly. And there's world-class attorneys there already, and uh, it's just to help uh, support and bring in more resources to
0: do you see do you see yourself as carrying on Kim Fox's legacy or would you try to undo some of her policies?
1: I think that uh Kim Fox has done uh some very important work, things that have been replicated nationally, and I appreciate the work that she's done. Um I don't think that we're gonna go backwards at all, but I'm here to chart my own course, you know, and to share with people, you know, my vision for safety and, and justice. And I think that we can move forward from where we are at this time. You
0: mentioned being a dad, being in Washington Park, and wanting your kids to feel safe. So, you know, obviously your personal life is influencing you, but what would that look like? The things that you value, what would that translate into as the state's attorney?
1: I think that um, my values are similar to everyone else's, but, you know, there's a uniqueness here that's lived. You know, I've tried to come home from church and uh, had not been able to get home because there's, you know, crime scene tape blocking off my block, you know, and no one wants to explain to, you know, the kids or answer that question, are we safe? You know? So the, the, the values are, are one of safety and justice. And I know I keep coming back to that, but that's really what it's about. As a state's attorney, you know, I am the victim's advocate. So I'm here just like, you know, and, and, and just like at, at my house, I'm here to protect Right? the victims, and to make sure uh, that they're safe and to also make sure that they get justice for any agreement that they may have had. But we also want to make sure that anything and everything is also proportionate. So we're not just throwing away people for a mistake or something uh, um, that could be attributed to uh, um, youth or whatnot. But everyone's accountable, and we want to hold everyone accountable correctly. And I think that that's what everyone's expecting, And everyone wants their state's attorney to do. I think we want to tackle the recidivism, you know, so so that people don't feel empowered or emboldened to continue to do things. But I also think that we don't want to saddle someone with something that will make sure or ensure that they'll never be a productive member of society.
0: This week, you won the endorsement of Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle and the Democratic Party. Endorsements can be a huge help in elections, but they can lead to claims that you're beholden. How do you maintain your independence from political insiders?
1: I think that's a great question. First and foremost, I'm extremely humbled uh, to get the endorsement of the party. I'm excited to work with and for the party up and down, but uh, independence is extremely important as well especially as the state's attorney, as the prosecutor. So I think that maintaining uh, uh, the the high knowledge of the law that I have, the experience in management and what works well, what doesn't work well, and how we can and cannot uh, move forward correctly allows me to have, again, that perspective where I will take everything in there and then make the best decision based on, just like any case I would try, uh, gather all the evidence, right? Uh, understand what's going on, and then make the best put the best case for it. And I think and the only way to do that is to be independently minded um, after having listened and gathered all evidence to move forward.
0: It's been twenty years since you were a prosecutor. What would you say to folks inside the office who are worried that you're not connected enough to do the work frontline prosecutors do?
1: So inside the office, I, I think that I always want to make sure that uh, the attorneys know that, uh, I'm here to support them. So my goal is to listen uh, to the attorneys that are there, that have been there and that are doing uh, the hard work on the front line and to support them. So my job is to be that manager for them, to get them the resources that they need, to listen to them when they say, hey, we need more attorneys in this uh, courtroom or whatnot. Um, and having the experience, have been ha- having been in the office, I will understand when they say, you know, this second chair, you know, is not enough in the courtroom. We need a third chair as well, or we need uh, more investigators here. So it's not necessarily about having been in the office the complete time, you know, up into this time of running, but it's being able to understand the office, which I do, but being a manager to sit down and to listen to the um, um, attorneys who are there and then to bring forth. Uh, the resources necessary to support them. So I think that my management style um, is one that will lend for everyone, all of us, to be successful in the office.
0: The end of cash bail means prosecutors actually have a lot more discretion on who gets detained pre-trial. It would be up to your office to request detention. Do you have a philosophy on when you would want assistant state's attorneys to push for detention?
1: I think that it's really uh, enumerated in the statute and law on which ones what we are looking at and first and foremost the pre child fairness act is absolutely good correct it's 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 one of the things now that uh should have been pushed for because we're no longer criminalizing poverty i think that we will look at how it's implemented uh being uh, a lecturer over at the university of chicago uh in public policy the the important part uh, any policy now that it's been worked out, and it was worked out with law enforcement, with victims advocates, victims rights, you know, uh, state's attorney, legal experts, and it's been ruled on by the Supreme Court. But now what we want to look at is the implementation and evaluation to ensure that there are no unintended consequences. So the state's attorneys know that moving towards or for detention hearing are for violent, uh, um, individuals, individuals that pose a harm, uh, to society and um, or are not have shown that they're not going to come back to court and that's what it's for so it makes it safer in the um the application by the state's attorneys there's uh, i think almost 400 different crimes that still would uh, qualify for moving towards a detention hearing and that's for violent uh, offenders and folks who pose a threat to society so Those individuals now will be incarcerated or held, excuse me, until their court date, and they can't be a harm or commit a harm to society while they're waiting their court date.
0: Are there any other big picture um, philosophical policies like this one that you are um, pretty adamant about?
1: I appreciate that. Uh, There are. I think that uh, one of the things I'm looking at when I uh, come in the door as well is, uh, special prosecutions and organized crime, and, and making sure that we really are taking uh, um, a hard look to ensure that carjackings, guns, retail theft, any organized crime is being prosecuted. And there are different ways to uh, attack that. Uh, we have world class uh, attorneys in the office already, so, we're really looking at uh, building that up um, as well as. Um, recruiting and retaining uh, more attorneys uh, to come to the uh, Cook County State's Attorney's Office.
0: You were chief of staff to former Governor Rob Blagojevich, a notorious name in Illinois politics. Tell us about your time working for him.
1: I would like to make it clear. Um, I became uh, the chief of staff after the governor uh, was arrested, after those corrupt acts had taken place, in the reason, and I'm asked this often, why would I do that? And, and I think that this is part of my DNA. The reason I did it was because of those actions. The state was thrown into chaos, turmoil on what's going on, and someone needed to step up uh, to ensure that the state continued to operate. And I, as well as others, did, and that's what we did. So that's how I became and why I became chief of staff. We had 60,000 state employees who were expecting the executive branch to do their job we had millions and millions, every single Illinois resident expected state government to operate. And that's what we did. We stepped up to ensure um, that the state didn't go off the rails or continue to go off the rails uh, because of one uh, man's actions.
0: And I, I do recall that you spoke out against his actions back then. But nonetheless, are you worried that political opon- opponents will use that connection?
1: I'm, I'm sure that it'll come up. I'm not worried about it because, in all honesty, what I did, when I did it, and how I did it is um, something I'm I'm proud of. Um, I would step up again. I mean, and I did it to my detriment, right? Because, look, it's still coming up today. But I'm proud of what we did because um, we supported the people who needed support. We, we had everybody's back. You know, that's the way I look at it is we had everyone's back. And that's what I would like uh, the attorneys to know in the state's attorney's office that's what i would like the citizens of cook county and illinois to know is that i'm someone i believe and i hope that they see who will have their backs Um, um it's personal to me that's why i'm running i you know i have these stories i have the kids but i'm not the only one you know everyone in cook county has a personal story you know about safety and justice that they can bring and i think that this is another thing that makes me uniquely qualified to do it. This is in my DNA.
0: That's Clayton Harris, who's running to replace state's attorney, Kim Fox. Thank you so much for your time, Clayton. We've also reached out to Justice Eileen O'Neill-Burke's office and hope to have her on the show in the coming days.